Sorry. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour open-line talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. To express your viewpoint, please call 804-754-1988. That's 804-754-1988. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. A Pennsylvania man was strangled by his 18-foot pet boa. And died four years later. Four days later, rather. Four days later. It's a dangerous thing to mess with snakes. It's a dangerous thing to mess with serpents. And there's a reason why the Bible uses the term serpent to illustrate the work of Satan. Just before this program, I spent just a few minutes going through a site that gave me a picture and a description of the 10 most virile, dangerous vipers in the world. And the boa constrictor was not one of them because it doesn't operate through poison. It operates through constriction. And interestingly, that's how Satan works. He works not by just injecting poison, the poison of wrong ideas and thinking. But he also works by constriction, constricting the very spiritual life out of you. And one of the ways that he works is through, well, compromise. Compromise, it has been said the road to hell begins at Compromise Corner, and indeed it does. Compromise is how Satan works. He gets us to play with serpents. He gets us to play with sin. He gets us to play with untruth. And this is the reason why Jesus said one of the premier characteristics of these end times would be massive deception. So great would the deception be that it would affect the majority of professing Christians, as well as their unbelieving counterparts. It will. That's why Jesus said, he that endures to the end shall be saved. Endures what? Endures the massive persecution and the constriction of the serpent who works through compromise to get us to reject God's authority and his truth and to follow another pattern. When we play with the constrictor, when we make sin a pet, when we play footsie with things that, quite frankly, if we were really lovers of truth, we would never, ever play with, would we? And yet this 27-year-old man did. Strangled by his pet 18-foot boa constrictor. He was found in Pennsylvania, with the huge snake coiled around his neck. neck. Interestingly, the motto of Pennsylvania talks about virtue and liberty. The motto. But this man was not engaged in a virtuous act, playing footsie with a very, very dangerous snake. 
that could kill him easily. But also, he was compromising. And he didn't have the sense to realize how deceived he really was. But the police arrived at the property to find him unconscious, suffering cardiac arrest as the snake continued constricting the victim. The officers managed to shoot the serpent dead, and the man was immediately rushed to the hospital. Unfortunately, he passed away four days later. He died of brain injuries after the snake completely cut off the oxygen to his brain. Friends, that's what deception does. Deception cuts off the oxygen, the life-giving oxygen, the spiritual oxygen to our minds, to our hearts, to our lives, and ultimately we gasp for the breath of truth and can't find it. Boa constrictors are a large, non-venomous snake species. They kill their prey by suffocation and cutting off their blood supply. And with each breath the victim takes, the snake squeezes more and more tightly until it dies. That's what happened to Jesus on the cross, friends. Do you realize that? That's what happened to Jesus on the cross. That's one, one of the reasons why crucifixion was so painful and, deli- uh, and, and uh, long-standing, because every time the person breathed in, they collapsed more. It was more and more painful as they tried to breathe until they ultimately suffocated themselves. And Satan did that. He thought he was taking a winning blow against the Lord of glory there on the cross. Fortunately, the Father had other plans, and Jesus intentionally gave up his life. But this man in Pennsylvania did not intentionally give up his life. He forfeited his life due to deception, self-deception. He played with something that was dangerous. One of the officers who was at the scene described it as a scene from a horror movie. And that's probably the most appropriate way to describe it, he said. Now, the interesting thing is that constrictor snakes are popular exotic pets. They're advertised as being safe and low-maintenance. That's exactly what Satan did to Eve in the garden, isn't it? He said, did God actually say that you should not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Did not God, did he actually say that? Eve confessed. Yes, that's what he said. Satan said, but but the reason he did that was because he knew that you're going to be like him. You're going to know good and evil if you eat of that tree. Wouldn't that be a good thing? So it was advertised as being safe. Sin was safe. Rebellion against God would be safe. Having a different viewpoint from God's viewpoint would be safe. And low maintenance, because actually now you will know good and evil. You won't even have to be concerned with God, because you're going to be gods in and of yourselves. Very clever. Very deceptive. Now, these snakes, the constrictors, are able to exert 6 to 12 pounds of pressure per square inch which means they can be incredibly difficult to remove once they begin constricting. And certainly, the person who's being constricted just can't seem to do it. It takes others 
and they squeeze tighter and tighter even as their victim struggles. Friends, that's what sin does to us. But the interesting thing is we don't recognize it for what it is. One of the things that we see in our world today is this struggle with truth. We just don't seem to have a love for truth these days. The Bible says, I desire truth in the inner parts. God says, I desire truth in the inward man, in the inner parts. Right there in the Psalms. Is that what you desire? Are you sure? If you look at our world today, if you look at every single aspect, functioning aspect of our world today, you have to conclude that the majority do not desire truth in the inner parts. Quite the contrary. They're playing footsie with the constrictor. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. What a delight it is to join you here on Viewpoint day after day after day to confront the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective. Yes, we deal with all of the issues of our time, all of them. In fact, we deal with an awful lot more issues than virtually any other program on radio, including those on television, including the news media, and so on. They only deal with a very limited amount And they deal with those things in a very limited perspective. It's all soundbite. We don't do soundbite broadcasting here on Viewpoint. and never have. 27 years on the air confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective. Rebuilding the foundations of faith and freedom as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation in America's greatest crisis hour. Now, here's the interesting thing. When God is concerned about the serpent, He's not concerned about the serpent for the unbeliever because Jesus said in John chapter 3, they're condemned already. Did you know that? That's something that's hardly ever preached. But Jesus said the unbeliever is condemned already. What God is concerned about, yes, he wants us to reach the unbeliever to welcome them into a relationship with Jesus Christ by confession of sin and repentance. That's true. But the message of the Bible is fundamentally not to the unbeliever. It's to the professing believer. Whether they be Jew in the Old Testament, the followers of God, Jehovah, Yahweh, or in the New Testament, true followers of Jesus Christ. All of the scripture is addressed to believers which is not commonly understood and known. And if that be the case, then God's warning about deception, Jesus' warning about deception there in Matthew chapter 24, just two days before his crucifixion, was to believers. It wasn't to the world. The world is deceived already. The world is condemned already. That's why we're not to play footsie with the world. 
And that's why the Apostle Paul said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't be conformed. Don't play footsie with the ways of the world. Don't do it because you're playing with fire. You're playing with the boa constrictor. You're playing with the serpent, and he will get the best of you if you play in his barnyard. He will. So as we look today at a whole variety of different issues, oh, we have a lot of them we're going to take a look at. We're going to apply this very same understanding to these issues. We're going to see how virtually every single major issue that's in the news today is actually there because of deception. It's there because the serpent is involved big time. And humankind have given themselves over to the deceptive ways of the serpent, and they are literally constricting not only Americans, but the whole world into a very dangerous position. Now, I received a letter, an email, from uh, a woman, a listener. I think she has not been listening very long. But uh, she heard a program that we did a couple of days ago concerning COVID and concerning the vaccines and so on. Perhaps you listened to that program. She was very disturbed by it. She said, what, you're, what uh, Mr. Chris Meyer is saying there is very dangerous. No, what has been said concerning COVID and the vaccines is what has been dangerous. And that's what's coming out in the last week or two, in spades. That indeed, the constrictor, the serpent, the deceiver, has been working triple time to destroy many. Now, whether you want to think in terms of people having attitudes, even in the medical profession or politicians or whatever, that would have attitudes to intentionally destroy people, that's something that you can resolve yourself after you've dealt with the facts. But you first have to be willing to deal with the facts. And unfortunately, it depends on whether you've been willing to even hear the facts. So we're going to share a few more of those facts here on Viewpoint today concerning the matter of COVID. We'll do that just in the next few minutes, and then we move on to other things because this program today is not about COVID. It's not about vaccines. It's not about that issue. Only by way of implication as to how it's relating to this world of deception and how it is destroying. You see, Jesus said, I am come to give you life. But the... the, the uh, the enemy of your soul, the thief is coming, but to steal, to kill, and destroy. How does he do that? The same way the boa constrictor does. He constricts the life out of you one squeeze at a time as you give in to his way of thinking and to deception. Now, there are, you could say, well, let's look at the way Plato looked at things. 
He looked at things as if somehow there was the spiritual world and then there's the physical world and never the twain shall meet. That reality is not a reality at all. That just was his viewpoint. The reality is, yes, there is a spiritual world. And yes, there is a natural or physical world, but they cross over. They're implicated together. In other words, they are connected from God's viewpoint. So what you see in the spiritual realm, in your own mind, your own heart, your decisions, your thinking, and so on, has effect on these other areas of life. The kinds of issues that are discussed, whether it's on uh, MSNBC, uh, CNN, Fox News, Newsmax, whatever it is your favorite uh, site is. Now, if you only know one source, if you only have access or avail yourself of one source, you are by definition limiting yourself to deception and willfully doing so. You just don't want to hear anything else. Now, the interesting thing here on this program, we are not here as a political program. We deal with politics, but we're not here to deal as a political program. So somehow, in order to discuss the various issues and so on, we have to somehow realize if we're truly followers of Christ, we cannot think as Republicans or as Democrats or as independents because the politics themselves are a reflection of our relationship with Jesus Christ and the truth that we embrace concerning him. We have to get away from this polarizing thinking that, well, it's about Republicans and it's about Democrats. Yes, Republicans stand for one group of things, Democrats stand for another, generally speaking. That's true. And we can recognize, and we must recognize that. But we also must recognize the deeper truth is that these things are reflections of our spiritual lives, not our political lives. The politics follows our spiritual lives, not the contrary. Now, with that in mind, we have converted, or I shouldn't say we, uh, those that uh, are in power have converted that which was supposed to be independent of politics, such as medicine, such as health care, and they've turned them into political issues. They're not fundamentally political issues. They're issues about our health, aren't they? Now, if we're willing to see it that way, then we have greater freedom to understand the dynamics of what are taking place, the decisions the, the, that are being promulgated upon us by these pontificators that come on the various news uh, programs and try to tell us what we should be thinking. What is the right way to think? No, friend, if you are a Christian, you must think independently of those people. We are responsible to have discernment of truth and deception. If you cannot discern truth and deception, then you will be deceived, as Jesus foretold in Matthew chapter 24, and you will be among those who ultimately will receive the mark of the beast. Period. It's simple. You are in the process 
of submitting yourself to the boa constrictor, the spiritual boa constrictor that will tighten its grip on you with every breath of resistance you make. Now, with those preparatory comments having been made, here is the headline. Dr. Deborah Burks, remember her? She was on television every single day with Dr. Anthony Fauci, purportedly representing the Trump administration concerning the matter of COVID. Did you know that this week she has come out and admitted that she lied to the American people? Well, she didn't use the word lie. Let me read to you what she actually said. The White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, at the time the vaccines were developed and rolled out, said in an interview this last Friday, she wasn't surprised that people who were quadruple vaccinated, including Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci, contracted the disease. Why did she say that? Here's her quote. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. No, she doesn't think they overplayed them. She knows they overplayed them, and for a reason. In other words, it was pure, outright deception. But there had to be a purpose for the deception. That was to control the American people. And there were a variety of other things. You can do your own research. You can form your own opinions, but let's take the truth for what it is. She's admitting the truth. She deceived purposely. She knew that the so-called vaccines, which, by the way, the CDC ultimately concluded were not vaccines, therefore they had to change the definition of vaccine in order to try to make them appear to be vaccines. That's another deception, purposeful deception. But Dr. Burks now is promoting a new book, and she confesses that she manipulated the data and quietly altered the CDC guidance without authorization. And she was responding to questions in light of the ineffectiveness of the vaccines in preventing COVID might ask why they should bother getting the shots then. Here's what she said in response. You should get vaccinated because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. Protect you from what? From getting the vac- from getting COVID? No. Because Dr. Fauci came out this week and admitted the shots don't protect you from getting COVID. Even though the president, one year ago, declared all over this country on national television, Uh, suckering you to believe that the so-called vaccines, which were not vaccines, would keep you from getting COVID. The whole thing was a pyramid of lies. Burks insisted the vaccines will protect against severe illness, but perhaps unwittingly added a significant caveat. Here's what she said. Did the government overplay the COVID vaccines? Let's be very clear, she said, 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older vaccinated, she said. 
50% of them were vaccinated. In other words, the vaccination didn't protect them from getting, from dying from COVID. But it will subject, subject them to further problems if they don't die from COVID. In fact, An analysis of Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccine trials found that the mRNA shots are more likely to land a recipient in the hospital than to provide protection from a severe adverse event. The findings were similar to those of a recent preprint analysis that found, quote, no evidence of a reduction in overall mortality in the mRNA vaccine trials. And a new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that two doses of the mRNA vaccines actually increased the risk of COVID infection during the Omicron wave. Is anybody listening? Do you really desire truth in the inner parts? Are you sure? We'll be back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, on the front page are two great videos. First, an interview and discussion of Chuck's book, Out of Egypt. Also, a great TV interview with Chuck regarding his book, Seduction of the Saints. Much more videos, a for pastors only section, and also you can view Chuck's weekly teachings. All at his website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Also on Chuck's website, listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast. Listen to the archives. Maybe you missed a program. Check it out at saveus.org. Also, there are some great resources, hospitality information, also information about marriage, divorce, and remarriage, newsletters, articles, prophecy, Prayer and revival information, all at saveus.org. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. We're talking about the way Satan works. He seduces people just like playing around with your pet boa constrictor seduces a person to believe that it's safe. Somebody told you it was safe. And so it must be safe, even though deep inside you know it's not safe and you're dealing with a very dangerous animal that can kill you on the spot, as the Pennsylvania man, 27 years old, discovered last week. It suffocated him. The majority of the American people are being suffocated through Satan's deception, both spiritually and applying the spiritual element to the deception that is taking place at every single level of our world and country. This is why we're in such deep trouble. We have not learned to discern. In fact, there's a sense in which we don't even want to discern the truth. We want to believe what we want to believe, and nobody's going to tell me anything different. Even if it slaps me in the face, I'll still maintain that the COVID thing was wonderful The vaccines were great. They were really vaccines. All of the Kool-Aid that was spilled out was not Kool-Aid at all. It was actually the God-given truth. When the people themselves are telling you, the very ones who were spilling out the Kool-Aid are telling you it was not true. 
We are so, so gullible. In her new book, Silent Invasion, Dr. Deborah Burks confesses she, quote, devised a strategic sleight-of-hand method of reporting that she described as subterfuge. The words devised, sleight-of-hand, and subterfuge are all corollary words to the word deception. She says, this wasn't the only bit of subterfuge that I had to engage in. In other words, her whole, whatever her role was there in the White House concerning COVID, the whole thing was a sham, a subterfuge, she said. So she finally resigned December of 2020. Now, in the wake of all of that, everyone in the United States knows someone who, often multiple someones who've been reinfected with COVID-19, but despite the vaccines, boosters, and natural immunity, the Omicron variant appears capable of getting around whatever protection you thought you gained against SARS-CoV-2. And the reinfections have doubled in recent months. Doubled. How can that be possible when Joe Biden said, if you get the vaccine, you cannot get COVID? It was a lie. It was a political lie. Are we really so gullible as to be willing to continue to believe these things? And if you're willing to believe that in face of their confessions that they were deception, then what else are you willing to believe? Are you willing to believe when the Antichrist himself comes along and offers you a wonderful, wonderful alternative to Jesus demands that you obey his voice and you just receive the mark and he's going to provide all your needs? Mmm, yeah. Then the White House COVID coordinator now Dr. Ashish Jha said yesterday that it's p- critical that people get vaccinated. First of all, please, it's not a vaccination. The CDC admitted it is not a vaccination because a vaccination, by definition, keeps you from getting the disease. It also keeps you from spreading it. And the COVID jabs do neither of those. They had to be marketed by deception. Now, there were many, many doctors, many, many doctors, highly qualified doctors and nurses who spoke out realizing that the truth was being hidden. One of those is Dr. Mary Bowden. She has been punished for criticizing the COVID-vax issue and filed a 19-page lawsuit against Houston Methodist Hospital for publishing defamatory statements to news media and social media platforms about her. She's filed a lawsuit for $25 million. 
She said, they implied that I was dangerous, which as a physician leaves a permanent scar on my record and my reputation. They said she was dangerous, when in fact she was the true one calling them or whoever would mandate these jabs as dangerous. Now, just how dangerous? The World Tribune just uh, last week came out with this article from Dr. David Martin. David Martin, Dr. David Martin, has filed lawsuits against medical companies and the U.S. federal government who are involved in delivering the so-called vaccines. He said the shots are like bioweapons, and Big Pharma and the U.S. government knew it and also knew it would cause massive deaths and permanent injuries. And he said it's going to get a lot worse because it's not a coronavirus vaccine. It's a spike protein that's instructing your body to produce a toxin. They knew this. They were warned by Dr. David Malone, who himself, uh, was it Michael Malone? Anyway, Dr. Malone, who is the one who created and founded the mRNA uh, protocol. And he came out and warned the world about its dangers, its grave dangers. And what did they do to him? Maligned him, tried to take away his medical license, said he's the one that's dangerous. No. Dr. Martin's company, MCAM International Innovation Risk Management, the world's largest underwriter of intangible assets used in finance in 168 countries, has monitored biological and chemical weapons treaty violations on behalf of the U.S. government since September of 2001. How many will die of COVID jabs? Dr. Martin says by their own estimate, they're looking for 700 million people globally And that would put the U.S. population in that of the injected population as 75 million to 100 million people that will die, not directly from COVID, but from the implications of the vaccine or jabs over the next few years up until 2028. Just two years before the so-called Great Reset is to take effect. I want to give you something very positive. I want to give you something that is truth to help you in this issue. This is one of the few things that we can absolutely say is true. Vitamin D deficiency raises your risk of death from COVID by 50% or even higher. What has been discovered is that people who have low vitamin D, are the ones who are vastly more susceptible to COVID and to death. So what can you do? Take a vitamin D supplement every day and eat some things like egg yolks, fatty salmon, sardines, herring, uh, herring, canned tuna, beef liver, fortified milk, cereals, yogurt, and orange juice for starters. But take a supplement. I do every day. I did before COVID, long before COVID. Why? 
because vitamin D is so essential to protecting your immune system. Now that's true. Speaking of the snake and compromise, it all began in the garden, Eden. It was a perfect environment, both physically and spiritually. God divinely designed every facet to perfectly provide for Adam and Eve that he created in his own image. But that perfect freedom was wedded to appropriate responsibility for that first man and wife. It was theirs for the taking as they tended the garden. Life was simple. Just simply take God, the Creator, at His word, and you'll enjoy daily fellowship with Him and your spouse. But the very next thing that happened in Genesis chapter 3, then came the serpent. And the Bible says, now the serpent Satan was more subtle. Subtle. Well, that's exactly what Dr. Burks was saying. She used subterfuge. That's subtlety, friends. Subterfuge. It's deception. Satan convinced Eve in a classic deception, a seductive deception, opening the way to the competing lordship of herself that would seduce mankind throughout history, declaring you shall truly, you'll not truly die. You're going to be like gods, knowing good and evil. And the rest is history. That was the beginning of it, friends. Satan's seduction was simple. Through a spiritual sleight of hand, he shifted the emphasis from God to self. He made what is seen to be the final arbiter of what God has said, making it seem as if obedience to God is against self-interest. So it causes temporal feelings to gain ascendancy over faith in the eternal wisdom of God. Express yourself, assert yourself, you shall be as gods. That was precisely the sin of Satan, and that is what's taking us down the primrose path to destruction spiritually, physically, emotionally, economically, governmentally, in every area. You're going to see it as we continue on with the program today. This is Viewpoint, and Viewpoint always returns destiny. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by His Spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, Behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. 
Viewpoint always determines destiny. We're taking a look at the seductive nature of the serpent. Uh, We talked about a 27-year-old Pennsylvania man who played with fire, uh, with a boa constrictor as a pet, and it killed him. It strangled the very life out of him, snuffed the oxygen right out of him, and destroyed his ability to think. His brain had insufficient oxygen, and that's what's happening to us as a people. From Israel National News came this piece. The snake and the smartphone family. We're not going to go into the whole thing. Maybe it would take a whole hour for us to do so. But here's a rabbi who's talking about the effect of the smartphone. Seducing people, our kids and you, seducing us away from things that are more fundamental and true. And then we say, well, we can't do anything about it. It's just part of our world. We love our smartphones. We love our smartphones. They're our pets, even if they do strangle the life out of us. You see, a smartphone is designed to be used, not abused. I have one, but it's not my Lord. It doesn't dictate to me every hour of the day and night. I use it for very limited purposes. And keep it at that. Do you? You see, this rabbi is looking at something very sinister. He sees the smartphone very much like the serpent there in the Garden of Eden. You can think about that. Senator Cruz, Ted Cruz, has now accused the Biden administration of enabling the narco-slave trade. The narco-slave trade. He said, they're responsible for the worst plague of slavery in America since the Civil War. It's not compassionate, it's not humane, it's barbaric. Now, you say, well, what does that have to do with this issue of truth and seduction and all of that? It has everything to do with it. Because the border policy, or lack thereof, is well thought out to achieve a dishonest agenda. An an agenda that is totally contrary to the Constitution, totally contrary to what Joe Biden swore on the Bible to do, and that is uphold the Constitution and protect the people of the United States from enemies foreign and domestic. But instead, he's facilitating it, and in the process facilitating massive amounts of drugs and fentanyl and so on that are killing off the American people and our young people. We have been seduced, my friends, and the the, uh, conscriptor, like a boa, is strangling our country, and we are playing footsie with him. There's no other way to look at this. You can rationalize it just like the Pennsylvania man rationalized playing with his boa. Oh, he did. That's why he had it. You can rationalize playing with untruth. You can rationalize anything you want to rationalize. 
But what is happening in the nature of our so-called border policy is unholy, unrighteous, and wicked. There is nothing redemptive in it. It's designed only to perpetrate political power. So many things that I have here to talk about. We don't have time to get into them all. Before I go into some of the rest of these, let me just mention, first of all, if you do not have the book Seduction of the Saints, I urge you to get a copy. It will help you to understand the broader nature of deception and seduction. The nature of seduction the truth about deception, gateways to deception, false gospels for deceptive times, seducing spirits and doctrines. Those are the major headings, six different segments of the book, and within them, many, many chapters that will help you to understand how the Word of God prevails upon the details of our time and our thinking is primarily a book about our spiritual lives because that's what God is concerned about. God isn't concerned about the border, per se. He's concerned about why we do what we do with the border. That's the spiritual issue. We get all concerned about the symptoms and don't deal with the heart. And it's the heart that is desperately wicked and deceived and, and easily deceived. Get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints, an $18 book, yours for $15. I do not think you'll be disappointed. So many people have commented how it has moved in their hearts and their lives. $15 will put this life-saving book in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 2 Three two five five. Writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling. And for those of you in Massachusetts and Connecticut, I, I, I hate to have to continue to bring this up, but I must, because time is running short, and we need to know whether or not you are going to be part of this wonderful breakfast that's coming off on Saturday morning, August thirteenth, at the Crestview Country Club in Agawam, Massachusetts. From 8 o'clock in the morning to 11.30, if you have never been to one of these, you deserve to know what they are like. People who come to these oftentimes come year after year. They wouldn't miss it for anything. Bring your kids. Oh, yeah. Especially your teenagers. Bring your friend, relative, your pastor, it's a great time of fellowship. But you need to make a reservation. And to make your reservation, go to our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. Right there on the homepage in the upper right, you'll find a little box that says Viewpoint Breakfast. And hit that, and it will help you to sign up. And if using the computer for that purpose is uh, uh, difficult or strange to you, then give us a call at one 800 
Save USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or you can write to us, send us a check, and put your notation on there for the amount of the breakfast. Okay, now we're going to apply uh, in a number of different areas how this constricting BOA experience is manipulating and destroying us in so many areas. First of all, from Israeli National News, White House to sell another 20 million barrels from our strategic oil reserve to China and other countries. 20 million barrels. The supposed rationale for that is to lower gas prices. That's what the White House is saying. Nothing could be further from the truth, friend. If you want to lower the gas prices, you facilitate oil drilling and development. But that Mr. Biden refuses to do because he is convinced by another deception that humankind is destroying the planet through fossil fuels and that we have to go totally green. There's no evidence to prove that because even the so-called evidence has been manipulated, and we have shown that here on this program over the past several years. The manipulated evidence, just like Dr. Burks manipulated by her own admission concerning COVID, so so-called scientists, in order to keep their federal grant money coming, manipulate the data in order to please the government. This is the world of deception we're talking about. And our life is being constricted right out of us. 20 million barrels from our strategic reserve? What do you think that strategic reserve is there for, friends? It's for a reserve. It's a strategic reserve to protect our country from enemies, foreign and domestic, so that we have plenty of reserve power and energy against our enemies. So why would Mr. Biden want to get rid of 20 more million barrels of our strategic reserve? Because he has ulterior motives, friends. It's about the Great Reset. It's about diminishing America's ability to resist economically and militarily so that we will be easily assimilated into the new global order that Mr. Biden is pursuing with Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. Now, those are the truths. You won't hear it on CNN. You won't hear it on MSNBC. You won't hear it. uh, You won't read about it in Time Magazine or Newsweek. Because they, all of those sites, no longer are interested in what we would call news. They are interested only in political agendas. If you don't discern that, you will be deceived. Next, a new probe is now realizing, revealing that the data behind the theory of what causes Alzheimer's disease has been manipulated. 
Did you hear that? So all of these billions of dollars of drugs based upon a theory and data now is being uncovered that the data was manipulated in order to get the drugs out so that whatever the drug company was that was manufacturing it could make their billions. Are you beginning to see the point here? Deception everywhere we turn. Next. Whistleblowers now have revealed that the FBI closed Hunter Biden's probe and leaked Russian disinformation. FBI whistleblowers, this is from within the FBI, are are now revealing that the FBI was complicit in the deception and marketing a false story about Donald Trump and Russian collusion and also about protecting Hunter Biden's criminal financial related activity. And they're hiding it. So much so that Senator Grassley sent a letter yesterday to Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray saying that the whistleblowers brought him evidence of political corruption at high levels in the FBI. If these allegations are true and accurate, the Justice Department and FBI and have been institutionally corrupted to their very core to the point in which the United States Congress and the American people will have no confidence in the equal application of the law. You're beginning to get the picture. And we have many other articles we could have brought forth. But it's all the same picture. Deception everywhere. Friends, are you a lover of truth? Are you sure? God desires integrity and truth in the innermost part of our being. We cannot be caught up by all of these agendas. We cannot be caught up by the power of political correctness or political persuasion. Republican or Democrat, we have to be persuaded by truth. Are you? Thanks for joining us. Get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints, on our website, saveus.org. Become a partner, friends. Send your gifts by faith to Save America Ministries. Little time left. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home. 